No, 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 you good. I'm just saying we got some future going. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We got some future going, man. Nice, nice. This work right here. This show, we gotta make sure we get you up on this before it's over with. Hold out a scheme and turn off the demons. We make it run at the office. I've been cool. I adapt. A lot of commas and drummers are mad rich. 40 pointers on me like a bad Did my numbers, my coupe is a gadget. Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. I'm here with a great brother. My brother. What's up? Someone I met. Hey, how long it's been? Well, I met you. Oh, it was last year for sure. Yeah, it was definitely last year. When did you, how long you been in L.A.? Um, I've been coming here for the past like seven years, but like living, living here. here, I've been here for like a year now. Yeah. Dang. So maybe... Yeah, it had to be sometime in the summer then. Yeah. Because I met you not too long after I met Alex, who's a mutual friend of ours. So, yes, this is... Shout out Alex. This is this, this is a great man. He's one, one of the best investor friends I know, man. I go to this guy uh, if I want to know about stocks, uh, 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 you know, antique cars. You know what I'm saying? We talk music. Mm-hmm. We talk burgers. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We talk a little bit of everything. So he just, a, it's a great brother, man. Very smart uh, and just a brilliant mind. So I'm glad to have him here. And uh, I'll let him introduce himself. Just give a little background, man. Where you from? How we get to this point? You know, like what got you from Jersey to California? First, first off, God willing, like we all here, you know what I'm saying? Just to even be in your presence, to even be like in Los Angeles, just chilling and doing my thing. So um, I'm, my name is Philip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I'm from Jersey, East Coast. Hey! All day, you know what I'm saying? New Jerusalem. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, I came out here for work. Re, uh, uh, shit, I'm fucking up. <laughs> no, nah, you good. Like, yeah. what did you, what, what do you do? Because you got an interesting job, too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't know how much of detail you can go into it, but, you know. I, I'll say a little something, something. So, um, I'm basically a subcontractor mm-hmm. uh, for Amazon. We uh, basically build Amazon facilities, like, all over the country. So, like, they got me over here because it's, like, a lot of, like, the projects are on the East Coast. I'm, like, up and down. I mean, on the West Coast, I'm, like, up and down, you know, yeah. California and just, you know, checking shit out. It's, Yo, it's nice. hey, tell Bezos we need a Billy. Yeah, man. That- <laughs> <laughs> tell Bezos we need a Billy. So, what's some of the places? Because, like you said, you do projects for Amazon. What's some of the places you've traveled oh, like, to do to do projects for them? Yeah, shit. I've been I've been all over, man. Like, um, one of the states I've been to a lot is uh, Colorado. So, mm. Colorado, uh, Kansas. Mm. Uh, I've been out to Missouri, uh, South Dakota. Dang. Florida, yeah, even Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts. I, you know what I mean? It's pretty much all over, man. That's spend cool. a little, you know, spend a little time there. We could build a damn thing up and then re out. It's 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 a fun job. Yo, I time hear consuming. I hear a lot of good stuff about Colorado, man. Man, I heard it's a lot of fun. Listen, is that true? Colorado is immaculate. Uh, first off, just like <laughs> land, landscape wise, like it's it got to be like one of the most beautiful states, in my opinion, mm. in the in, in the country. Because you got a little bit of everything. Mm. Besides, I feel like the only thing that throws Colorado off is the uh, is the weather. Like their weather is like crazy bipolar because they're like in the you know in the, the mid mountains. yeah in the mountains my. and everything. So like that like 
avalation sickness is just annoying. That's something you got to get used to. But, like, it's crazy how, like, the mountains are, like, dead in your face. It's, like, it's really, really cool to see. It's a lot different than, like, being up in, like, Glendale and seeing the mountains in your face. Like, Yo, so this girl I had talked to, she, she used to work. Who was it? She worked in Denver. I forgot which company it was. I don't know if it was uh, Amazon or Microsoft. Somebody got an office up there. I forgot. She was working for somebody up there. And uh, she had talked about how her friends had came out there to visit her. Mm -hmm. And they came out there thinking they were just going to turn up. Like, as soon as they got off the plane, da-da-da-da, go crazy. So she said they got off the plane. They wanted to go straight to the bars, clubs, da-da-da-da. So as soon as they got off the plane, drinking, smoking, like, super faded. Yeah. And they said because of the elevation, like, it fucked them up, like, for days, like, Cause their body didn't have a chance to adjust, and they started exactly. putting all of this into them. So it was just an interesting thing. Like Denver is a spot I definitely want to check out. Yeah, I got like you know it's key to be like hydrated when you're there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like you got your you know you got to carry a, like a tank of like or like a gallon of water or something like just because you could be driving on the highway and next thing you know you're feeling a little queasy. You yeah, know what I'm saying? it's like it's like they have like the highest elevation point in like. All of the Mile country. high city. Yeah. And it's crazy because I know, like, even with, uh, like, planes, that's one thing they tell you on there, like, you got to drink. Like, you oh, got to yeah, drink water because yeah, it's yeah. easy for you to get dehydrated. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, shout out to Denver. So, what's your favorite state, though? That outside, I mean, outside of Jersey, we're not going to put you on that. We're not going to do that to you. We're okay, going to do okay. Jersey your favorite state. <laughs> but what's been your favorite state outside of Jersey that you've traveled to? Okay. I guess for um, work or period. To be honest, man, I, I, I got to say Los Angeles. Hey. Like, I, I got to. I got to. It's just, you know, it's it, Los Angeles is really hard to beat. And, and it, you know, anybody on the East Coast that's been to Los Angeles, they know what I'm talking about. It's, it's just really hard to beat. Besides everything being expensive, it's like, come on. It's like a place you got to be. It's in terms of weather. networking, weather, like the weather all day long. It's just immaculate. Fun. Yeah, it's fun. There's so much things to do. It has a little bit of everything. Yo, you know, one other interesting thing I was going to tell you guys, too, about Denver. I said, like, Denver has one of the biggest conspiracy theories, like, out there going about it. I don't know if y'all heard about the airport. The airport, no. Air, like, so it's a conspiracy about the airport that they, they hide certain aircrafts. Like, they don't know. Like, it's a big conspiracy. Aliens, all type of shit. Because if you go online, you check it out, like Google it when y'all leave, like uh, Denver airport conspiracy theories, like the airport is like 10 times the size of what everybody has access to. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, so when you go there, like, you know, you got your terminals and stuff like that. They said like, it literally is like 10 times that big, but they only give people access to like a certain part of it. So it's like, it was like one so of the wildest things. You know when you get into like the Twitter, like rabbit hole or the YouTube rabbit like hole? 3 a.m. and yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll go to the rabbit hole too in a minute. But it was just like, oh, damn. Like they started breaking down all types of stuff about it. And I was like, i never been, but now I want to go. It's, it's crazy because I've also heard that like in Colorado, they kill a lot of people and throw them in like the mountains in the forest because it, it like what because <laughs> it, it, it like the mountains is like you know 
you ain't gonna find anybody there. Like it's just just a bunch of forest land and snow and you know well, that's a lot of a, shit going on over there. Yeah, that's a big problem too. Like I don't know what area that would kind of be considered like the Denver, North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana, Wyoming. Because mm-hmm. they have a lot of Native American people there too. Oh yeah, yeah. And like the biggest missing population in the United States is Native American women. Like they go missing and like nobody even looks for them. It's a good movie if you guys get a chance to watch it called uh, Wind River. Wind River. Wind River and uh, the guy who plays Hawkeye in Marvel. Okay. He's like a uh, he's like a bounty hunter and one of his kids is like half native and uh, basically I guess it's like his niece. Mm-hmm. She ends up dead like in the middle of like the uh, I guess it'd be like the forest or something out there in like Wyoming, North Dakota or something like that. And it's just a whole story about like how they try and find her and who did it. But like it's really based on fact because a lot of those women on those reserves, they never find like they go missing. Like it's, it's real yeah, crazy. It, it is. And you heard it's Mike wild. Tyson last week. He said that uh, rich people, he think that rich people are kidnapping homeless people like in California and around the world. And like, <laughs> that's hunting crazy. Them. That's crazy to even, like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's only crazy. It's crazy because you can low-key believe it. In a way, you know what I mean? Because, like, you, know, you got to look at rich people. Like, it gets to the point where, like, you got everything you want, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what can't you buy? So, like, you get bored. It gets to the point where you want things that you can't really get. You know what I'm saying? Bro, once I watched the movie Hostel, bro, I don't know if y'all ever watched that. You seen it? Did I? Bro, I'm a movie buff, and I like <laughs> horror movies, too. So, like, yeah, when I seen Hostel, you ever seen it? I've never seen Hostel. So, Hostel is basically about, uh, you know, it could be, like, random people like us. They go touring abroad, like, Amsterdam. They go into these, like, clubs, yeah. meet guys or girls. Girls end up drugging them. Wow. They, they wake up in, like, a dungeon, and, like, it's these rich people that have, like, paid to torture and kill people. It's... Wow. They I think it's like four of them. You only need to see like the first two. It's yeah. three of them. Yeah, if you see the first two, you good. You know, when it, like when people make movies and stuff, right, it's it's based off of something. Like, it, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. like really hard to come up with like a movie idea off of like nothing. You know I'm, what I'm saying? So like it makes, kind of makes you believe that, okay, there's maybe some truth in that. You know what I mean? Because I've seen multiple movies where like rich people kind of use um, humans as like a sport. Yeah, I mean, and then you got to think about it too. Like, we all black people. You Haitian, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like Haitian Revolution, all of that. Like, what you know? The reason they revolted, bro, is because it was like sheer acts of like just barbarian activity. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, same thing. Like, if you look at like what was happening, you know, in the United States with slavery and how they was treating people, it's like. It already happened. Like, it's just a different way for you to do it. Exactly. If you're being real. Like, they was torturing people already. So, it's uh, it's interesting, man. Yeah, I think the movie, there's some movie I saw um, where they basically, I, I'm not going to try to figure out the title or the, the name of the movie, but uh, they basically, like, threw a mask on the guy and told him, like, run. And there's just mm-hmm. a bunch of rich people there. And then there's, like, there the goal was to hunt the guy. And I think it was called, like, The Hunt or something like that. That could be wrong. It was a so the dude is, like, running in the forest, ass naked, and he's, like, trying to escape these rich folks. And, like, they all are strapped. 
and they like give the dude like thirty seconds, forty seconds, and it's like, <laughs> all right, let's That's go. <laughs> they like already looking for this dude. Like it's crazy. That shit is crazy. It's like bro. mind blowing. It's a it's another one that had just came out too. I forgot the name of it, but it's like the same situation. It's like these people get dropped off in the middle of a forest, and it's like rich people hunting them. <laughs> same thing, same thing. So like, yeah, I mean, like. You know, everybody like us, you know, those conspiracy theories get to go on and it just goes where it goes. And it's it's hard to call them conspiracy theories because, like, back in the day, like, conspiracy <laughs> theories, conspiracy theories. It was theories. like Bigfoot and shit like that. Oh, like, yeah, man. It's like, it's like a lot of conspiracy theories we heard, like, 10 years ago, 20 years ago are starting to become realities now or right. have been, you know, happened right. already, like. Hey, wait, and then they'll start telling you, they'll, they'll take your fucking Twitter account once you start calling them out on it. Yo, like, remember when uh, mm-hmm. all the shit about COVID, like, all that shit was uh, a conspiracy theory in 2020? Yep. Didn't it start coming out? Yeah. <laughs> People was getting suspended from Twitter, kicked off Instagram. Which is... And then two years later, it's like, oh, shit, yeah, some of that shit was right. <laughs> I guess you're right. The mask really didn't work. It's uh, crazy. I mean, that, 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 that's a problem, too, like, in terms of, like, censoring people from platforms. Like, I understand... Um, Decent, uh, centralized platforms they're controlled by an entity and um, it sucks because like the internet is a public place where we share our um, opinions and ideas hell yeah so for a group of people to say to basically put like a sanction on you and be like yo you can't say that and then like block you or just take you off the platform it's just like damn bro like Bro, it's one of the most frustrating things ever. I got a question for you too in a yeah. second. So I, I commend Elon Musk for purchasing. Well, shoot, sure. we just skipped it. So that's what I was gonna ask you. I was oh, like, okay, how you okay. how you feel about him purchasing that, and what do you think could come from it? Because I know, like, I, I've even heard like inst- not Instagram, but Twitter is one of the most least profitable. Mm-hmm. You know, social media side, like they can't make money. Exactly. So having somebody who knows how to make money or has the amount of money that Elon was like, what you think that might do? So Elon is, uh, he's really, really big on freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a, he's the type of person that, you know, he's going to speak his mind no matter what. I love the fact that like, um, he stands up to a lot of crap that like, you know, you know, Biden's a great guy, but you know, he stands up to a lot of crap that, you know, he right. said or promised um, you know, as a public figure, right? You know what I mean, with no fear of like any type of like, you know, like yo, don't say that, you right? Know what I mean? <laughs> so um, I think the move on buying Twitter was to create a platform where basically freedom of speech is like a way of life. You know what I mean? Cause as it should be. I agree. So um, a couple of days ago, I don't know if you noticed, but like a couple of days ago, they just unblocked Donald Trump's Twitter. Mm. So like he's back posting again. Yeah, I remember it was a lot of people when it happened. Like I remember not not Donald Trump, but before him it was like Farrakhan had got blocked. Yeah. Like David Duke. What's my other guy's name from the uh he does all the new shit. Oh, I forgot his name. He was on Joe Rogan not too long ago. But yeah, like cause my thing is like I always had this conversation with people. And it's like, oh, okay, why are we you know, why would you allow like uh, racist people or da 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 or this and that to be on Twitter? And my thing is always like, because you don't have to follow them. Exactly. You can you can block them. Of like course. you know what I'm saying? Because once you start cutting off freedom of speech, then you give people the right to tell you how you could speak. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because my thing is always 
Like, I don't like to be in an echo chamber either. I like to be around people who got differences of opinions. But, of course, if it's something like, you know, a racist or something like that, we're probably not vibing like that. But, mm -hmm. you know, so you just got to know which people you want to talk to and which people you don't want to talk, want to talk to. And I feel like each platform gives you the ability to be able to kind of curate who you want to hear and mm -hmm. listen to. So it's like, why isn't that enough? You know what I'm saying? See, see what, uh, what makes Twitter so great and why... Even like as a non-profitable company, they would still be around for a really long time because it's very community-based. Right. Um, you can literally find a place on Twitter, whether you, you know, you're a stock guy, crypto guy, whether you like kittens, for God's sakes. Like, there is a group of people there right. willing to talk to you about it all day long. Right. And like, you know, Twitter, like, they have like, you know, pictures and like they have uh, new... Um, a new feature called uh, Spaces now, or oh, is that the one where you can be like in the rooms? Yeah, exactly, like right, and right, you can like right, literally right. chat with people, like right. have, like be on like all in a group chat and everything. Mm -hmm. And it's you know that's like I like that that's becoming more of a norm, like mm -hmm. a community type like platform where people can literally come together and like all right, you know, let's talk about this idea, let's create this idea, right? Because like you know, Instagram is really just about like I don't know, man. Like there's really no centric value in like Instagram besides <laughs> just right. like showing motherfuckers like your progress or like right, right, right. You, like not being <laughs> around flex. for long. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Just looking up to I don't know, bro. It's yeah, just, I, I really love Twitter, bro, because I real I love being able to have a conversation with someone in real time. Exactly. Like, whenever it's like the Grammys, NBA shit or something like to me, that's like the GOAT app. And you, like when something is going on, we could talk about it right there, get it off you know, or even if you at an event and you reporting on it, you know, et cetera, like it's just the perfect app to me. Exactly. For when, communication. When it comes to communication, it's, you know, if it, before it hits anywhere, it's hitting Twitter first. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to see like, cause you know, uh, I don't know. I think I had talked to you about this before. Like I got, I got some of the uh, Dogecoin just cause of Elon. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I got so I, I got that. It was like last year. Last year I had got in on it. So I'm really interested to see, like, because you know how he is. He like to like how he might find a way to integrate it in with Twitter. I don't even know if that's a thing, or if he could, or what he would do. I mean, he he already integrated it into um, the supercharger in uh, mm -hmm. Santa Monica. Mm. So you know, he he got a little thing going. Um, um, he got relationships with the guys. Like he's actually working with the guys to help the network a little better, right. uh, the Dogecoin network. Right. Um, but um, we already have a, a tip like thing on Twitter where you can tip somebody in Bitcoin or tip somebody oh, oh, in like I another coin. So I, I can see the integration for like. You is know. that tip spot? Is that like regular or you got to be in the spaces portion to be able to um, do that tip? I'm pretty sure it could just be a standard feature oh, where shit. you just can hook up your wallet and then, you know, get the thing going. Look, Start niggas. Stuff. Hey, tricking is about to go to a whole new level. You can start sending your crushes, Bitcoin, and things like Like, we got to hey, look. I talk about simps on here a lot, man. <laughs> Don't start sending, yo, don't start sending, you know, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, these girls you don't got no chance with. Do not start sending them your crypto coins, bro. They will not remember you. I promise. Please don't. Please, please don't. Please don't do it. And for y'all ballers out there, don't be <laughs> you surprised. You don't do it either. Don't, don't, be, don't be surprised when these strippers start asking you for your Bitcoin wallet. <laughs> hey, yo, real shit, though. I really feel like 
<laughs> I don't know if this is a wild statement. I feel like crypto, Cash App, Zelle should all find a way to be integrated into the strip club. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I really feel like this. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not the crypto. I mean, yeah, that, that, that might be a little bit further down the line. But I feel like, I mean, I think it's just the, I guess it's just the uh, the optics of it. You like watching it rain yeah. as opposed to someone just saying 100,000, boom. But if they integrated it in with like screens or some shit like oh, yeah. that, augmented like, reality, you know what I'm saying? Virtual reality. And you find a way to like get digital money into the strip club. I think people would spend more money. Cause it's just easier. I feel like it's just one of those things. Like when it's when you just pressing buttons, it don't feel like you spending money. Exactly. If they do that, as the first person that does a digital strip club, bro. Matter of fact, we should do a digital strip club. What am I talking about? Let's edit this off the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Where? That's that technically is a that's a digital. No, but we need an in person. In person digital strip club, bro. I'm telling you, that should go crazy. You got the real girls plus the augmented reality, the goggles, all type of shit going on in there, bro. (laughs) You could act like you and like Sandro Pay or some shit, and she there with like she ain't gonna shake it in real life, but she gonna shake it in the metaverse. (laughs) Hey, look in the metaverse. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, that's just me talking though, bro. But let's let's dive into that a little bit though. Okay, so like for the out. for the people who don't know, like how would you define crypto? Crypto. So crypto is um it's just uh it's, it's short for cryptography and mm. it's just um you can look at it as like a form of payment. Mm-hmm. You can look at it as a form of store of value. Mm. You can, um, there's many ways to look at cryptocurrency. You can look at it as like, um, just, a just a way to preserve your wealth, your assets, to grow yourself as a person, mm. um, financially. Um, uh, I look at it as like money 2.0, really like mm. in terms of like, you know, I'm, I'm talking about the, uh, the ones that are intended to be like currency. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also cryptocurrencies that are made to be store of value, such as like Bitcoin. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, um, the reason why I say money 2.0, uh-huh. um, because uh, people like to compare Bitcoin to gold a lot. Mm. And um, <clears throat> I like to tell people Bitcoin is like now like the new gold, mm. like moving forward. Like we, this, it's going to be like a digital asset. That's a, like a, a store of value, something that you can have and it will appreciate an asset like in, you know, in value over right. time. All right. Cause um, let's say for example, you know, I got like a million Bitcoin versus like a million bricks of gold, but like I need to move around or I need to like, oh, I got to catch this flight or some, some, you know, anything like that. Right. You know, where are you going with a million brick of gold? You got to leave that you, shit you, there. Like gotta, Pablo it, did. You got to bury the shit. You got to stay somewhere. You know right. what I'm saying? And um, with a, you know, with a million Bitcoin, I could, I could walk right through TSA with it. They wouldn't even know I have it on my person. You know, um, the fact that I can, let's say I'm back in Jersey. I want to send you something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could do Zell, get there in a couple seconds. 
Bitcoin will get there faster. Um, mm-hmm. I can send you. I can't send you a million dollars or even ten thousand dollars. That's true. Through Zelle, my Zelle limit like five G's or some shit. E- like even that. even wiring it to you, yeah, it's like it's hectic. I have to do it at a certain time. It might even take a day or two. Yep. But with Bitcoin, it's like no questions. Nobody cares. I'll send it to you in like minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It like it doesn't like the quantity amount just doesn't matter. And you can see the how it, that can be very like valuable moving mm-hmm. forward. Like think of people and like you know you got family and like for me I got family in Haiti. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I got homies that got family in Africa. Yeah, and you know a lot of them don't have access to like you know um, uh, what's that thing called Western Union mm-hmm. stuff like that. A lot, a lot of those shits you gotta PayPal you know, and when, other shit. Exactly. When right. you're in a foreign country, you gotta track those things down. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like as long as you have access to an internet. Whether you got a phone, a tablet, you know, no matter what the hell it is, it yeah. could be a, just you could literally just have a computer, and I could still send you Bitcoin, no matter what. Yeah, like, no bank account required. It's 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 a beautiful thing. Um, I can definitely see it. My little puppy trying to come up. Oh, but I can definitely see it being something, um, being a big deal in the future, long term. So, you know, it's just like society itself are slowly, you know, trying to catch up onto it and, you know, bro, I'm a sense of it. I'm a believer, bro. Like, I'm one of those people like. I feel like when it's people with a lot more money than me. Yeah. Going crazy over it. Whatever it is, even Mm -hmm. if it's not crypto, like it could be, you know, gold. So whatever it is, like it could be some type of other commodity app. Um. I think it's a reason to pay attention to it and put something into it. Like, I think that's been like the toughest part, like with some people, cause I, I know how many hours you put into like just studying it and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard for some people, uh, to be like, well, I don't know if I should, I should do this, you know, cause it's something new. And it's like, bro, unless you put in those hours, you never going to fully, understand it to the way these people understand it absolutely but you can look and kind of forecast how people are moving like i I like to look at the social aspect of it you know like those gary vaynerchuks is talking about the mark cubans like people are talking about it you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying and i think that means something you know what i'm saying so it don't mean you put your whole bank account into it like i don't think nobody's telling you that but i think you know, finding, you know, like I always say, like, if you believe in it, 5%, like put a little 5% into it, exactly. you know, 10%, 20, like put something into it. Like you don't want to be the person who like missed out on the internet. Right, like, dang, you know what I'm saying? You know? Like in the internet, like yeah. in the eighties, like you the one who decided not to buy Nike stock when that shit was like $12 or $2, whatever it IPO for. What, yo, what's crazy is people's laughing at the internet. Mm. Literally. Like, oh, that was like hilarious. It's like, right. why the hell I'm going to look up, uh, sports stats on the internet if I could just <laughs> listen to the radio you know what I'm saying like people like that was like a thing like people thought like you know the internet was just some random thing that just appeared out of nowhere and um, you know I, I try to tell people when you see rich people doing something follow the money bro <laughs> You try to lose your couple hundreds, couple thousands. You think these niggas trying to lose millions? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. follow the money, man. These people ain't buying this shit just for shit. It's like, right. It's, it's a reason I'm, behind it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. So it's like, bro, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a believer, man. I, uh, I was going to ask you, what do you think? 
Or like, uh, no, you had broke this kind of down to me too. So what is it? It's, uh, so you got the Bitcoins, the Ethereums and stuff like that. What are like the altcoins? I think you had told me kind of about that. Was it altcoins? Yeah. So um, this is how I look at cryptocurrency. I look at Papa Bitcoin as his own entity. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even, to me, it's not even a cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it's gold. It's, right. they, they made digital gold. Right. So we got number one, gold, Papa Bitcoin. And then number two, and moving forward, are cryptocurrencies. Yeah. Um, then you, the number one cryptocurrency would, to me, is Ethereum. Ethereum, and right. Then you look, you go, then you go down the list of like, you know, all the other ones. Right. But yeah, you know, Bitcoin is a store of value. It's um, something, something that people, you know, the type of thing where instead of putting a little money to the side for your children as you grow up, you know what I mean? Just buy a little Bitcoin, a couple, you know, just a, just a couple every so often when you get paid and just put that to the side. Because like that, in the, in the course of, you got to look at, all right, so Bitcoin is only what, nine, ten years old? Something like that. So, man, I, I had a chance to buy some of that shit in 2014, bro. Let me tell you something. I was like, as I'm in it right now, I had a clear acknowledgement of what it was back then and still didn't hold on. Mm. Like, my boy, he's um, how I even got into crypto in general. Like, mm. he even knew what a, a cryptocurrency was. Like, my boy, he's um, heavy into the dark market. Oh, okay. This was back in the day. Explain though. the dark market. So, so the dark market is like, uh, it's a place on the website that's called the dark web where you can basically buy anything. And by anything, I'm saying anything. And anything. Like, anything. So, um, a lot of the um, purchases are made with Bitcoin. Um, a lot of them are made with um, all, uh, other privacy coins, such as like Secret, um, such as Monero. Mm. And these are, um, you know, very, very decentralized type of coins. And, you know, so a lot of transactions were made with uh, those. And um, so with my boy, he, he was like, he bought, he bought a lot of weed. From, you know, <laughs> from the, from dark, the dark web. Yeah, he <laughs> bought a lot of weed. So a lot of, like, the shit he bought, he used Bitcoin with. And, you know, I, and I'll be, this is like a dude I'll be with, like, every day. Right. So, you know, we'd be smoking, we'd be chilling. He would, you know, he'd be telling me, like, yo, you, you want, you know, we didn't look at it as, like, all right, this is, like, a, you know, a thing you save for the future. Right. We just saw it as, like, all right, so we need some weed, and this is the best way to purchase it. This is the way we got to have it. So it's crazy because, like, low-key, I got, like, somewhere in the world, I got, like, fucking, I guess, five, six, maybe seven Bitcoin just, like, hidden that I lost, like, from years ago that I bought around, like, I want to say $70, $80 a piece. Stop playing, Phil. That wallet gone. Like, it's something called a seed phrase. If you don't, like, remember write your seed phrase, down. You, yeah, write it down, gone. I can, oh. That shit was on my like iPhone. I guess I think it was like an iPhone fucking like four or like five. Like oh. that wallet's gone, bro. You said seven or eight Bitcoin. Something what like would that. that be today? That's like how much is Bitcoin like, going for right now? Right now, Bitcoins are like thirty nine thousand. So I want to say like twenty sixteen twenty. So it only costs like three hundred bands. Damn that dude! That's house money right there. Like, <laughs> some, somewhere like I don't know where the hell it is. I'm like, yeah, trust me, it's like, fuck. I know. <laughs> Thinking about it now, but I. And how much I, did you get it for? 
like I want to say like seventy, eighty dollars. <laughs> so this is like, and my boy, you know, he's like even more hurt than me because he's been using Bitcoin since like four dollars mm. as like, but like as like, you know, a form of currency to purchase what he needed. Right. He never looked at it. He was, you know, he wasn't too big into crypto, so he never looked at it as like, you know. Yo, bro, invest into this. You right. know what I mean? It's just how he got his stuff. Right. So, um, yeah, it's just it. It's like mind blowing to think about sometimes. Like, like when I'd be looking at the price, I'd be like, "Damn, like I like I got something like hide, like hidden or lost. Like I can't, I could can never find that again." That means you. Yeah, it's another blessing. Yeah, it's gone for whatever reason. Yeah. I had a yo. So this is backtracking a little bit, but. Speaking of it being so easy to move with, yeah. do you think that's why the government is trying to regulate it? Exactly. And what do you think regulation would look like with that? So let me tell you something. The government has a huge, huge problem with people, with people being with not having control over people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With not knowing how or what or how much you have. Yeah. Like, it's a huge problem for them, which is why they're, like, heavily coming for regulation. And um, I, I actually appreciate regulation. I kind of want that to come in mm-hmm. um, because that's how we would see a lot more money, a lot more institutions mm. and companies getting into this. yeah, and yeah. Then we can we'll soon see that hundred k Bitcoin that we've all been waiting for. We're waiting for uh, so we we waiting for a real institutional money to come in and the regulation. I just feel like it's just going to be like a heavy tax on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably going to be the same like stocks, uh, long term, short term capital gains tax stuff like that. Just, yeah, yeah, they just want their piece of the pie. That's just what it is. Like, um, got to pay the toll. Yeah, I got that's all. That's all. Um, in terms of like, I guess like the the, the real issue is. Um, DeFi, which mm-hmm. is decentralized finance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's like what the, the fact that they're taking like like the cryptocurrency is taking the power away from banks is making a lot of like people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So you know, regulators are definitely going to come for that. I, I don't know if there is will be a long term future for DeFi, but um, just the concept of uh, DeFi itself and the the ideas they got going on, I can see that being incorporated into our you know regular banking system. Whether you choose to go to the centralized centralized route or the decentralized route, mm. but there's a huge difference between like your average Bank of America and like a platform called like Ave or something like that. Like mm-hmm. once a lot more people started figuring out, like you know, people a lot, a lot of people are holding Bitcoin right now and. Or other cryptocurrencies, and then they, they feel like they're down on their money, or they just got in, and right. you know, there's places you can park that money right. as you're waiting or putting more, you right. know, adding more on into the pot, right? And <laughs> parking that money, you can earn interest over time and right. compound your interest moving forward. And um, yeah, it's just you know. De- uh, DeFi is just stepping on toes, and Bank of America Chase they ain't happy about that. But they they're pro like cryptocurrency. They they see the value into it. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess they're just gonna have to come up with a way to like incorporate 
some of that into uh, that's the what current mon- too. Yeah, current yeah. banking system. They're gonna have to. Like, I mean, you evolve or die. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it. it's, it's blockbuster theory, man. Exactly, that's my blockbuster theory. It's it's really important to invest because, like, you know, saving money is cool, mm-hmm. but like, like inflation eating that shit up. <laughs> Bro, flights right now? I'm like, they're trying to get all that shit back. Man. I told folks, I was like, I'm not going nowhere for the summer. Thank you. I like, I'm glad I'm in a major city. Yeah. So I ain't gotta worry about it. Like, if I gotta go anywhere, look, I got free gas. We'll drive to Vegas. Yes, sir. Maybe Houston. But I was like, I don't really know. Like, I'm not spending a thousand dollars for a flight. That's usually like two hundred dollars. <laughs> no way. I yeah. wait. They, things are definitely like wild right now. Um Unfortunately, I see that we're in the uh, beginning stages of a recession. Mm-hmm. Um, I could definitely see um, a lot, a lot of things just crashing in terms of um, pricing. Like, I mean, like housing, uh, cars, the price of used cars, the price of even new cars. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know, we we, you're, we reached a point. Like, we 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 topped out at like they say eight point five percent inflation, but you know, in other like fields, right? It, it surpasses that, right? Um, so you can you can see how it affects someone that uh, that's like big on saving. Yeah, that would like let's say you have like a hundred grand in your bank account, and um, first off, your bank. Let's say you leave it there to like earn interest. First off, the bank is paying you like zero point zero percent, and then <laughs> right. took your hundred grand and then. You know, then landed out to someone else and like made millions off your shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, so with that, uh, you got inflation, you know, you got, you look at it as like invisible tax. Yeah. Like the tax that you don't see that was never there before. And how much, like, I don't know. It's just, you know, as technology started advancing, as, you know, we started progressing as, uh, as a society. Things only get more expensive, mm. you know. Things don't just don't get cheaper. So they get they got to be, you know. And let's say you work in that same job or whatever job you're working for, like the past like five years, and yeah. you only gotten like one two raises, you know, one two raises within that period of time. Like it's just, you know, it's just really important to throw your money into something that will help you make more money, right? Opposed to just our, you know, putting. Blocks, you know, all right, I'm going to put this block down, put that block on top of it. But, like, you know, your money is slowly getting eaten away. You got you to gotta just let it do it, do its thing, you know? Yeah, it got to work for you, it got It has to work for you. It yeah. has to work for and you. I think that's what, like, we always talk about. That's why I love talking to you so much. It's like, it's hard to find people who really on that wave. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I live, breathe that shit, man. Like, I'm legit, like, I, as you look at me, I'm broke. Right, I, I literally all That's how I feel. <laughs> all my all my uh, expenses I pay on credit card, and then you know whatever I make in like a month to you know whatever I make it like every month I just allocate a little bit to just all bills, yeah. so that I cover all my bills. I pay myself uh, an allowance. Right, I pay myself like a little allowance, and then majority of the rest to go straight to investing. Because mm. you know we 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 kind of got to look at it like this, like we. Um, we never know how tomorrow's gonna look. Yeah. We have no idea the stability of like our job. We don't know or whatever type of income you're making. It's real. So invest investing is in a way you're securing yourself for the future. If you're buying things that you're very knowledgeable about and you're passionate about and you believe in for the long term, I don't see why I wouldn't 
return that favor. You know, think of any like valuable asset from the past and how much it costs now. Right. Tesla was like at $40 like a couple years ago. You know what I'm saying? Apple like 50 bucks a couple years ago. And picture like every time you got paid, you just bought more Apple, bought more Apple, bought right. more Apple. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whatever money you decide to park up, you know, from then to now. Real shit. Would have done a lot more than you saving every week. Real shit. A lot more. Damn. So that's why I definitely, and, and, I, and I wish that I knew about this, ever, you know, since like early, early teens. I would have been, you know, compounding heavy on my investments. Right. Cause like, you know, my mom was like heavy into investing, mm-hmm. but like not investing like, you know, with stocks or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But she was really big into like, like housing and land. And st- yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, coming from yeah. a foreign country, that's all you think about. So, right. you know, um, I got very knowledgeable in that aspect, like, yeah. you know, quickly at a young age. Yeah. But like, I really wish that like investing and just knowing how to do certain things like taxes and stuff like that. I wish I knew it at a young age. And it's unfortunate that they don't teach it in schools, like how important it is for a person to know. Bro, I think that's one of the biggest mistakes with the schooling system is like learning things of real value. Like, you know what I'm saying? Real estate, like you said, mm-hmm. taxes, stocks, uh, foreign exchange system, you know, how the Federal Reserve, like all types of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Just how all of these things work. Uh, and I think it would make it a lot easier for, you know, kids transitioning into the real world. You know, oh, yeah. Whether you decide to go to college or not. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's some things, if you know, it would just make us a better society. Because if you think about it, it's, it's, it's a plan. You know, mm-hmm. school... Um it's it's like there, like the whole thing of it when you like you know it's, it's it's there to create employees. Yeah, you're not meant to graduate high, like college, high school, and right. become like an entrepreneur right. or like an investor. Like you're not supposed to make money for yourself. Right. Like the goal is for you to go to school, learn what you learn, graduate a degree, and become a great employee. Mm-hmm. And you work for the rest of your life, and you die. You know what I mean? Right. That's why they created like that American dream idea. Right. Like you know. So like, um, you, you just that's like not like day nowadays. Like yeah. that's just not a part of the plan anymore. Like you, you can't be an employee. Like. Like, it's cool for all the, you know, people that's out there right now that are their employees and mm-hmm. they're doing their thing. But, like, you need to find, if you are working a nine-to-five, you're doing something, doing whatever, you got to find a side hustle. You, you to. need to. You need to make it a goal to make more than what you're making currently in mm-hmm. terms of, you know, your regular day job. Because, you know, it's very easy to work a nine-to-five and um, be caught up in that cycle. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, it, it gets to the point where you start making a little bit more, you know, right after work, you got a other shit to do. Like you got to go to the gym, walk your dog, whatever the case may be. Next right. thing you know, it's nighttime, you go to sleep and then the whole thing happens again. It just keeps on, you know, same old routine for the next, you know, people you work doing the same exact thing, same routine for like years, like decades doing the same thing, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But but it is something wrong with it when you see like corporations, companies, whoever it is, working these people to death, bro. For real, you know what I'm saying? For like, real. and I think we all know people like that. Like, they might even like their job, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But the way they get worked and compensated, 
you know, you almost feel like people not even supposed to live like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you work. I remember, you know, everybody got something to say about like Dame Dash, but he was like, bro, like we always work so hard to get like this house we love. And then you working like the whole week only to be able to spend time in your house, like just to sleep. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Sucks, right? Or to be there for a weekend. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like you get all of this for a house that you can't even really enjoy. You know what I'm saying? So I think it just makes sense. Like I'm, I'm with you. I think the important thing is like, not that you don't have a nine to five, but it's like you said, find another mean of income, a multiple stream, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's a second one, a third one, exactly. however many more you can get, you know, we all got like hobbies, things we love to do, things we can get into with that extra time, you know, do it. Which, which is why education is very important, which is why understanding how things work around you, how to make money with different things is mm-hmm. very important. You know what I mean? Like there's, that's a fact. There's, there's so much, especially now, there's so much different ways to make money. Like, you know, even in L.A., bro, you pick up a couple of scooters, go charge them, you make some <laughs> bread with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, bro, it's, we talk every day yeah, about it. There's it's so much different ways. And then, you know, people just got to pick up what they like or even like one of the best things you can do, in my opinion, your hobby, bro. Mm-hmm. Your hobby is going to get you to the bag, man. Right. If you're doing something that you love, come on, man. The, you don't find even think about the it'll money. Find, that money it'll come. find its way. It's, it's going to come. It's going to come. You just gotta. You gotta love what you're doing. Be passionate about what you're doing. Get to give. Give what you're doing time. As much time as you give into the man. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Because like, there's like, like work is very consuming, yo. Like it's like time consuming. You right. know, like you like you you know just just spending like eight to ten to twelve hours at like one location where you're just you know. And, you know, a lot of people don't have, like, um, like jobs where they use their brain, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Like they got jobs where they just do one thing right. and just keep it moving. So it's like mind-numbing work. Right. It's, you know, it's, it's very easy to just be, like... Fall into it. To fall into it. And, and you know what I mean? You get stuck in that cycle and you're not creating no, um, no value for yourself mm. from that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I, pre- I appreciate jobs that have you use your brain and mm-hmm. you're able to, like, learn a skill from that. Yeah. And able to, like, you know, you can advance further from that. Right. Like, all right, I learned this from <clears throat> this job. I can take that idea and start my own company. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it, and, you know, a lot of people, too, they're very afraid, like, of... Um, Stability is a problem too. Mm-hmm. Like when, when when you chilling with some and you got a job and it's paying you good, you know, <laughs> you're, you're not trying to do nothing risky. You know what I'm saying? Right, yo. You know, it's very hard to jump ship to like, oh, let me go do something else. You know what I mean? Because like, right. bro, and it's so crazy. Like I know Michelle and Imani, they hear me talk about it like every week. But it's like one of the reasons why I like to travel so much, bro, is because it reminds me that. You need to get more money so you can do this whenever you want. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, you got to allocate some of that time. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I was telling you about the trips and, you mm-hmm. know, like, it's just something about it. It's like, you know, you don't go broke doing it. But it's like every once in a while you got to remind yourself, like, damn, man, it's cool to be on the beach with your feet <laughs> oh, kicked yeah. up, eating empanadas and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like this is supposed to be like, why well, can't kick up with a computer and do this? Yeah. And that's work. You know what I'm exactly, saying? Exactly, exactly. It's like, how do I get to a point where that's what work is and I'm doing stuff as a passion? You know what I'm saying? I'm not feeling uh, defeated by work, you know, exhausted by work. You know, work is fun now. 
You know what I'm saying? Maybe I could get a part-time job now and do my own thing, you know, the other part-time. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, I, I feel like that's the stuff, like, I, I think, like you said, education, I feel like, and experience. Those are my two E's. Education, exactly. and you got to get out there and experience shit. Yeah, most definitely. And, you know, and never, never be too scared to start something new, mm-hmm. no matter what the hell it is. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I remember, like, I actually just learned how to skateboard, like, a year ago, bro. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that was something that I thought in the back of my mind, like, yo, like, I would I would love to learn how to skateboard. Like, as a big dude, I just want to be some dude just shredding it, just right. riding my skateboard around the block and everything like that. You know, so it's just um, something I just picked up. I just bought a brand new skateboard and just jumped on, just started doing it. I was, bro, for like a week straight and just busting my ass, you know, just fall and fall and fall and but you know with anything you'd be bad at it right and then when you start seeing when you start seeing that progression when you start seeing you getting a little bit experience you get a little gassed up and you know it makes you want to tackle it a little bit more and i I recommend anybody to just take the risk and just do anything something you're just not comfortable with that's a fact. Like, you look at me, you would have never thought I'm a, like, I, I could ride a skateboard or, you know. Hey, bro, you active out, out here. You be on, on the bikes and shit, oh, too? Oh, yeah, I be you moving, man. I be moving. I be moving, man. I try to do a little bit of everything, man. Like, I'm a type of dude, man. I'm, I'll am i do whatever. Like, Yo. you know, put me down. I've never done that before. Let's do it. Yeah, no, that's you know real shit. So, I got, like, uh, two more questions for you, and then we uh, up out of here. But uh, I wanted you to talk just, you know, real quick. Just tell them, uh, the people, a little bit something about, you know, why they may want to get into crypto versus NFTs yeah. uh, or NFTs versus cryptos, okay. even starting off. And then, because uh, this, you know, I wouldn't have got my first NFT if it wasn't for this guy. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's this guy right here. He got me to get my first NFT and my second one. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... That part portion, and then like this one of the coolest niggas on the planet right here. I'm telling y'all, I just want you to talk real quick about uh, the shit you do with cars, bro. Like, oh, okay, the, okay. The antique shit, like yeah. I feel like that's like some of the cool shit. So those last two things, and then we can get out of here. All right, for sure. Um, so let me start with the the crypto and the uh, NFT thing. So um, with NFTs, well, would you want to know? Like, uh, I got you. Uh, so with NFTs. That's uh this is it's a new way of authentic uh, authenticate something mm-hmm. authenticate something mm-hmm. right with with authenticating with the fact that I can authenticate something now mm-hmm. online and like it's now real yeah like it's mine like I own it mm-hmm. it's like it's it's just it, it, you can see how it can be like huge how it can be now like used on many different levels. Uh, whether on a corporate level or at a personal level, um, between the two, I highly recommend people to get into just get into crypto. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like um, NFTs is cool. Learn about it for sure. Understand it. But um, with NFTs, someone has to physically purchase it from you. Right. And ninety ninety nine percent of NFTs are all fake projects, or either fake projects or just like some type of rug pull, or mm-hmm. like it's just. No long term like value, value into it, you know right. what I'm saying? It's just something to own, right? You know what I mean? Um, NFTs, I say, don't get into NFT, only get into NFTs if you really like what you're purchasing or if you understand who the founders are, who what the company is about, what type of like real world value does it have for you and moving forward, mm-hmm. how you can 
benefit from that NFT. Yeah. If, if it's nothing like that, don't buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, with NFTs, someone has to physically buy it from you. Right. And with crypto, you just hold it. Yeah. You hold it, you're an interest on it, you can send it, you can use it. Right. So, you know, so I, I usually recommend beginners just, you know, crypto. Get, get into crypto, man. Yeah. And then, you know, when, when you see, when you pick it up a little bit on crypto, you want to try something a little different and get into NFTs. But, you know, NFTs, it takes a lot more research. You got to mm-hmm. know what you get into, even even with the perfect research. Right. Uh, you can buy something and you can either get rug pulled or they, the founders run away from the project. It's just, right. you know, so much shit into that. But NFTs is what um, is how like that's that's Web3 right there. Like yeah. the fact that we can interact with the Internet and now own a piece of an item from the Internet, mm. which we never had before, you know, with the. The car thing, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Finish I, it off. Like, Tell them about the car shit because this is the cool. All the shit is cool, but this is like, yeah. I was like, yo, this motherfucker is a genius. Yeah, man. See me, I'm like, I'm like a big Beamer guy. It's yeah, like I love my I love, dad is too. I love BMW. My dad's man. a That's, Beamer guy, and and just like old cars in general, mm-hmm. like the fact that you can work on them yourself, do your own things to it, like, um, you know. The fact how they're much more reliable than like your newer cars you can get, and yeah. and the fact that you own it, you're not paying nothing on it. Like right. you got the title and everything. Right. But um, so I import a lot of BMWs in particular German cars in general. Like I like Volkswagens, old Mercedes, yeah. old Audis. But yeah. like in particularly, like I I import a lot more BMWs. Um, I typically get ones that weren't made in America. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So. Shout out to my E30 guys, but yeah, I, I really love E30s. E30s are my thing. Um, I've had a few wagons in the past. Yeah. Um, I never looked at it as like a business yeah. because it was more like a passion, passion thing. Right. Like I love these cars. The fact that like, like, and when I got my first one, I was like, damn, bro. Like I need I got, one. Nah, it's like <laughs> I got my dream car first off. Right. And then second, when I got the first one, I was like, I got to get another one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it, yeah, this is great, man. Um, I actually got two more cars. I, I'm about to go to Jersey, back to Jersey, like a few weeks, but like, I got two more cars that's about to come off the boat soon. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. I can't wait till they come. I'm about to go to scoop them things up. But like, yeah, the car thing, I'm trying to turn that into like uh, more, get more out there in the Euro, in Europe in general. Mm-hmm. Like I started expanding a little bit into Spain. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm about to start importing cars out of Spain now. I'm, I'm about to get into Portugal a little bit soon. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we going, man. We going, man. We, got, we about to get busy. We about to get busy. Hey, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you don't got to put a number on it, but what's like in terms of a uh, return, like what's the biggest, like, I guess, flip you've made on a car? Oh, so the biggest flip I made on the car. So the biggest flip I made on the car, I want to say, that's just sales enough to buy three more of that car. Wow. Because there's certain places you go to, especially Los Angeles, mm-hmm. where like the emission smog is like an issue. Right. And people don't try to get certain type of cars. Yeah. So um, when you got a car that someone... Most a lot of people never seen in person, mm-hmm. only online or just dreamt about. And yeah. now it's like in front of like their face. Yeah, you know. What kind of car was it? Can you say? It was a yeah. It was a it was a nineteen ninety E thirty three twenty five wagon. 
Damn. So yeah, it's an E30 Touring. And that car was never made in America. Uh, we've, we've only gotten the two-door convertible and four-door. So the wagon is very, very interesting to look at in person. Three-time flip. Yeah. 300%. <laughs> it's, it's wild. It's wild. Like, and plus, just the, what it also helped, too, is just like the used car market just went ballistic. Right. Um, that and the fact that I'm holding something that a lot of people like don't have. So, you know, it's, it, 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 it's a different feeling. And as a black man, too, like, on it, like, you know, I, I got in a lot of people, by the way. Like, you know, I'll be driving down the car, like, driving down the street and, yeah. or be posted up or somewhere. And I'll see a brother and be like, oh, Yo, you got an E30? And then he's like, you know, he's like, what? Like, ain't you a brother? <laughs> ain't you black? It's like, I, it's crazy how much, like, yeah. how much, like, black people done, like, yo, I'm, you made my day, bro. Right. For you, you being you and you owning that car, I've never seen another like black guy own that car before. Like you know, so it's 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 cool. It's cool. It's cool to player shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's player shit. Yeah, it's, it's dope. Hey, look, hey, bro, I love you, man. Yeah, thank you for coming, me, bro. Uh, you got anything else you want to say? Um, all I can say is be smart with your money. Don't do no dumb shit. Um, invest. Don't invest for now. Don't invest for the next Gucci, Louis. Invest for your future, yo. Look into just building yourself, like, as a person financially, health-wise. Just, like, become the best version of yourself and don't wait for nobody because, you know, we're only here. We're not here forever. We're the only ones who are going to save us. Yeah, man. Limited hey. time, man. We appreciate you. We love y'all. Live at the family barbecue. We see y'all next week. <laughs>